0: And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. We're back. Yeah. This this one today is a little bit more of like a uh, hot topic, you know? Yeah. Kind of thing. So it's uh, Chad GPT and it's the AI tool everyone is talking about. So yeah, the internet's obsessing and... <laughs> A lot of people are embracing this. They're having a lot of fun with it. Um, But there are, on the flip side, some experts that are concerned about the impact that this tool can have on plagiarism, um, on over reliance, and of course, replacing human intelligence. So, today we're going to take a deep dive into ChatGPT and talk about its benefits and the limitations and really the best way to use this AI tool. So, here we go.
1: Welcome to Marketing in the Mic. We're here to give you a variety of topics. We try to stick with the tips, trends, things that are going on today, especially like chat GPT. That's a really big buzzword right now. And it's actually a language modeling tool that interacts in a conversational way. So this dialogue format makes it easy for chat GPT to answer questions, to assist you in creating content. And you could create like essays, blogs, emails, um, use it for school. No, no, no. I'm not supposed to use it for school. (laughs) Just use it responsibly. Exactly. It is a really cool thing. And we're going to dive into it a little bit here.
0: Yeah. Yes. Okay. So quick history. ChatGPT was created by OpenAI. It launched in November of 2022. The response was crazy. It, there were so many people that flooded the site to the point where it would show an at capacity when you would go in um, because so many people are trying to get on and check out this new AI tool. So if you can believe it, since its launch, it's had over a 100 million active users. So it's making it the fastest growing app of all time. Yeah. And they make it really easy for you to be
1: part of it. All you really have to do to access it. Is- Access it is go to Chat GPT and it's basically chat.openai.com or you can just Google it whatever's easiest <laughs> um, and you open an account and once you sign in you can start chatting with Chat GPT right away and because it's still in research stage it's free and that's why I think it's been flooded with so many people. However, as we thought, they're going to start charging. You can join the waitlist for the GPT Plus. It's going to be $20 per month coming up.
0: Yes. It was like in its research phase. And now they're with the anticipation builder. Kind of a paid version. So, okay. So the layout is very straightforward. So what you do is you just start by asking it a question and it, they'll have a little search bar like the one shown here. And it just kind of, you want to phrase it sort of as asking a question or inputting a statement. They actually do recommend that you use it in statement forms for the best possible results. For example, if you were to put in explain how the automobile was invented, then that would give a more detailed result versus saying like how were automobiles invented. So just a little bit of a play on word will give you a more accurate response. As you can see right here, it just starts typing. So I plug in my statement or my inquiry, and then it's just going to dial down into all these different uh, bullet points or numbered lists into a straightforward answer to my question.
1: Yeah, and you can actually instruct it to have the type of content that you're wanting to create. So you can have um, not just your topic, but you can, and my cat's going crazy, of course, right now. <laughs> <laughs> to join in on the chat, GPT. All right. Anyway, you can request a specific number of characters. You can say, I want a paragraph. I want a thousand words. You could even say something like, write a four paragraph essay on Abraham Lincoln. So you can give it all of these instructions to really create the content that you're looking for.
0: Yeah, and in the format that you're looking for, which is pretty wild too. So if you're satisfied with the results, um, you can either stop with that or you can ask variations of the questions to narrow it down topic by topic. And the great thing is that the chatbot will remember the thread of your dialogue. So it's gonna use the previous questions that you asked and sort of build it to answer more informed responses sequentially. It
1: is just wild and you can just keep <laughs> redoing it and redoing it and adding things. It's just amazing. So you might ask, where does Chat GPT get its data? Yeah, well, it's really interesting to remember that it's not connected to the internet per se. So yes. Chat GPT pulls its data um, using text databases from the internet even though it's not connected to the internet. This would include books, web texts, Wikipedia, online articles, and any other pieces of writing on the internet that have to do with whatever content or topic you're wanting to use. It also continues to learn while guessing what the next word should be. This means in addition to providing information it's also constantly improving, its understanding of prompts to help build its knowledge and even more thoroughly bring you future results.
0: Yes, yeah, so it's trying to do, yeah, like fine-tune, fine-tune each step of the way. So yep. okay, so here's the thing with JP chat J- J- <laughs> <laughs> knew it. It was a matter of time. I was like, I have chat GPT sometimes in here, I'm gonna fumble at least once. So the power of chat GPT lies in its speed and understanding of complicated matters. So where we would as humans spend hours like researching and writing articles and putting it together, chat GPT can produced a pretty well-written alternative in seconds, but it doesn't mean it's without its flaws. And that's what we're jumping to next.
1: Yes. We're going to call it the dangers of chat GPT. (laughs) (laughs) And the first one is that it does have limited context. Chat GPT does not operate in real time. It's what we talked about. It's not connected to the internet. And it's really important to know, this was something that kind of caught us off guard when we first started using it, that it's limited to knowledge that occurred before 2021. Mm -hmm. So this means it can't deal with concepts that are too recent. And the lack of context could produce false results about events that have happened within the last year. So if you need current things. This isn't really the way to go yet. I think it's coming
0: though. I think it. Will I think it, it is. Yes, yes. And Google Bard, which is going to be its uh, rival tool, which Google's creating, it's like a whole nother show. But yeah, it's it, there's a lot of that competition of getting yeah. the most accurate information. So, along with talking about some of its capabilities and limitations, it can get confused by what you're asking. So, at the very front of the page, which you're seeing on your screen. Is It's uh, in your face telling you, here's what we can do, here's our capabilities, and here's our limitations. So another piece of it is it can get confused by what you are asking, which can result in inaccurate information or just flat out getting the information wrong. So if your statements are too complex or they include too many variants, it's not going to be able to produce reliable results. So if you were to say something like, hey, compare two different people with two different backgrounds and how their lives have been impacted, that's just a little bit beyond its scope. So yeah, yeah, there are some limitations.
1: And the next danger, which we think (laughs) kind of jokingly referred to using it for school, um, plagiarism. Gosh, when we were in school, it was kind of like don't don't rewrite that book over there that you're reading. You have to make it in your own words. Well, right. students, be aware—they're um, already being caught using this ChatGPT to plagiarize their, their schoolwork. Um, and steps have been taken within the educational system to restrict the use of the ChatGPT. And since Chat, here I go, <laughs> ChatGPT can generate text like any human response. Many students have used this to complete their own essays, their thesis, take home tests. I mean, I would have given it a shot. I hate to say,
0: I mean, yeah, right. You're like, let's see how far I could take this. Yeah. No, <laughs> <should I? laughs> Oh, gosh. Okay. So another big sort of, we'll say, danger of chat GPT is its lack of human emotion. So that's the thing. Essentially, it's a robot. It lacks morals. It lacks original thought. It lacks emotion, which can be very problematic when you're dealing with sensitive issues. So because it inputs information at face value, it can provide responses that are kind of biased and stereotypical. And they have seen that since um, with some uh, they were kind of blasting it of talking about how it had some just not so great responses. And that could be a societal risk, particularly with younger generations who are very impressionable and they could be influenced by this bias, bias data. Well,
1: yeah, that's exactly right. Because how do they know? They don't know yeah. the difference. So. Yeah. right. <laughs> um, and if they depend on it too much they start thinking it knows everything but mm-hmm. all right the next danger and this is a biggie creation of malware mm. yes. um, due to its ability to generate code which is kind of wild and it can mm-hmm. do it in many languages it can also create malware to detect sensitive data it can also hack Ooh, I hate oh, that one hack it can also hack the target's entire computer system or even an email account to get important information, so that's a not a good one.
0: <laughs> that's not a good one. That's for sure, and that's why when you come out with these things, you gotta like put some padding in to help with these. Yeah. So the the final kind of danger that we're gonna touch on is job loss. Um, ChatGPT and other AI models have the potential potential to replace any jobs that involve repetitive tasks tasks, tasks such as data entry or customer service. Experts think that could lead to job loss because certain industries where automation is more efficient and a more cost-effective alternative. But that said, it's more likely to be used to improve existing roles rather than replace them altogether. Yeah, I think I agree with that last
1: sentence. Um, We're using it. It's not going to replace anyone because we have to still fact check it and everything. But boy, it's making our life or Peyton's life a little bit easier, the person Absolutely. who helps write us write content. So despite the downfalls, there are some benefits. So let's talk about the benefits of Chat GPT. So despite the downfalls, there are beneficial and practical uses for it if you do it correctly. So whether you're a business owner, marketer, or developer, chat GPT really offers a lot of solutions to streamline your work and definitely improve your business, especially with content's involved.
0: Yeah, 100%. So customer service, that's a big key here where it can really help. So businesses can use ChatGPT to generate automated responses to common customer questions. And this can really be done just by training it on a large set of customer interactions. And then this helps the customer service team reduce their workload and improve customer satisfaction. So to your point, it's more of, hey, these, these tasks we can give, and then that just opens up more room for your employees to take on some other, um, yeah. you know, larger, less mundane tests, so to speak. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, Instead of replacing, you can just get more done. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So um, one of the most obvious applications that we've talked about is generating content or generating text. So it can be used to create anything from social media posts, product descriptions, brief summaries. I mean, the list is endless and it's especially beneficial for businesses that need to generate a large amount of content on a regular basis. I mean, it's hard to start with a blank piece of paper. So anything that can help you get started, I think it's awesome for those type of things.
0: Yeah, definite time saver. So along with that, with content, it can be a virtual writing assistant. So what does that mean? It can assist you in the creation of emails, articles, and other types of content. It can put together sort of the framework for you, um, which means it can also help you create entire blogs or articles This is especially useful for writers who need to produce a large amount of content on a regular basis. And I will say from just our personal use from it, it's not a one and done. It's just helping you, you know, kind of have that content and then you you sort of have to add your own layers to it. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's definitely a great assistant.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And another really cool thing is language translation. I didn't even know that it had this until we started getting ready for this um, podcast. But the chat GPT can be used to translate languages. Businesses can use the model to automatically translate text from one language to another. Wow, this is very helpful. helpful. Yeah, very helpful for businesses that operate in different countries or have customers that speak multiple languages.
0: Very helpful. I think that's key. Um, so another another benefit to ChatGPT is content personalization. So. This is again, where you can train it to tailor content to specific users. So businesses can use this model to generate more personalized content, such as we talked about the emails, social media posts, product recommendations, uh, product uh, descriptions, th- things of, of that nature. So really helpful. And again, it's just all done by training it with your data set of your user data and inputting it to know how to make the responses based on what the input is.
1: Yes, and all about making your life easier (laughs) in a lot of ways. And this is something I didn't think about either until this um, setting up for this podcast, hiring and recruiting. Ugh, takes forever to go through all that stuff, all the cover letters and resumes and all of that. But businesses can actually train Chat GPT for certain keywords and job criteria. So it can come through text to determine if candidates have the relevant experience that you're looking for, making it a huge time saver for companies. I think that is awesome.
0: Yeah, that is really awesome. Um, OK, so with Chat GPT now available in Bing and Microsoft already. And this is crazy. Microsoft made a billion, multi-billion dollar investment in chat GPT. So it's clear that it is not slowing down anytime Mm -hmm. soon. So as technology evolves and improves, you know, we think that it's just like sky's going to be the limit with its capabilities. Oh, yeah, I definitely think, especially if it can
1: overcome being lagged, you know, in time, get, get it caught up in today's stuff. So, All right. There's no doubt that the world is definitely obsessed with it. I see it everywhere and um, it's going to be a common tool for many people like it already has become. But if it's worth a try, okay? if you haven't used it and you don't know anything about it, it's worth a try. And looking look into this powerful tool again, if nothing else, help you generate content, improve your customer service or even
0: gain insights into your own existing data that you already have. That's exactly right. So that's it for us today. Hope that helped give you a nice little intro to chat GPT. Don't forget that you can catch us everywhere. All social platforms. Yes. And our website, Fusion One Marketing. Also catch us on our YouTube channel. We're constantly putting out content to help you. And if you're listening on our podcast, thank you for listening. And we'll be back with another new show in a couple of weeks. Yep. Thanks for watching.